0: to the God Hour, association with self, the act of being only what's required to simply transmit or further project seeking the patterns to match the feeling or the feeling to match the actions. This is how, through attachment, one seeks recognition. A false sense of progress. Think about it, your career, relationships, anything in the physical or material to fill a void. Using these to categorize our behaviors and our patterns. Always to repeat from a set point. And remember, I'm always saying that reaction is simply establishing your comfort. This week, we're going to assess the steps to the breaking this very pattern. Happy into the power of transmutation. goddesses, kings, queens, titans, alchemists, occultists, adepts, initiates, star seeds, conjurers, brujas, brujos, wizards, shamans, shamanesses, wherever you are at, whether you're just now starting your work, whether you have been doing your work, in heavy quotes, thinking you're done, Or the ones that are well aware that this shit is this is the path. Welcome to the God Over Podcast. This week, I wanted to get into a little bit of cord cutting, the perception rift. In order to break the pattern of disassociation with self, we have to understand that that is a degree of our consciousness and the higher degree is the ability to transmute. So I broke down this session into threes of course. The first one we're gonna get into that supply and demand or that breed and feed. Then we're gonna get into that relinquishing recognition. That's gonna be your key. And then we're gonna understand that thin line between alignment and confinement. But before we get into this, you know, oh yeah, I'm your host, Master of Ceremonies, your favorite occult therapist, Shadow Shaman, Papa Lucifer Sandy. Welcome to the God Our Podcast. Let's get into this reading, shall we? Yeah. You know <clears throat> I love giving out that weekly clarity it helps me as well it, 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 it lets me know where I'm at <clears throat> it's always good to tend, start with that clarity let me get these cards shuffled up real quick never trust anybody that doesn't shuffle the cards in front of you never trust somebody that doesn't uh, First card popped off already King of Swords So we're talking about The art of moving forward The Knowing what to cut out We sitting in November It's time to give thanks and gratitude What are you giving gratitude to? What are you putting your energy into? That's what that King of Swords represents Represents that Chariot energy That moving forward energy Allowing that wind to take you What wind are you listening to? Second card The Chariot Oh we talking about moving forward in this hand <clears throat> The Chariot Third card The Universe That means you moving dark into that void That expansion we're Talking about expansion Yep We talking about expansion in this one. Third card Ace of Swords Remember, the ace represents the ace of swords represents cutting forward. But remember, the two edged sword. You must become in that state of discomfort of what you're about to cut away, understanding that the path that you're cutting forward is based on that new season. Then that next card, the hangman, hangman in reverse. So we're looking at you in suspense with some things you in suspense with some things you're not allowing the suspense you're looking at it through like this so when we think about the hangman in suspense let's get into this reading shall we the king of swords represents the air element represents the moving forward <clears throat> the breeze <clears throat> i'm Sensing in that sense with yourself That change, that transformation Moving forward With this transformation It's been a while And you've been working at this Up to this point Everything says go The chariot represents Allowing yourself to Embrace that triumph You've come to this point You've been doing the work to this point You've been Putting it in but also this is also the to look back both, sides, both ways you got to understand that in you moving forward the key is going to be assessment the key is going to be assessment this requires you to go into the nighttime. The, this is I'm, I'm sensing that dark night of the soul this is your you're noticing that as you're moving forward and you're setting that new president, you're setting your new policies, your new terms, your new boundaries. You're noticing as you move forward, you're already seeing a lot of things come to the light. Remember, from the dark comes the light. You don't see what's coming to the light until you are sitting in the dark. So now you're seeing, you're noticing the pattern. And the key is through the Ace of Swords, as you're cutting this new path, the mirror effect is showing you the aspects of yourself that you're now cutting away. I want you to understand that. This is how you get stuck in the hangman aspect. You're not allowing from the first time you made your first jump you were looking at it from, you were looking for a certain suspense. A lot of times when we're thinking about moving forward with our, in our work, whether it's the new job, the new, whatever it is, separating from something, coming into that new season, understanding the season that you're in, a lot of times we get stuck on waiting for the sign being suspense. Because due to the, we're used to the reaction, We're used to that recognition When we get the recognition Then we move That's where you're getting stuck at I'm going to pull pull some more cards. That goes into the four of pentacles The only way that you're going to Be able to assess your signs And movement at this time Is meditating On grounding The four of pentacles Represents the ground The pentacles or the coins Represent the state of grounding this move that you're making these steps that you're coming into it's time to assess the groundwork see a lot of times we fall into the suspense category waiting for that recognition before we lay the groundwork this is a groundbreaking move this is a groundbreaking change this is a groundbreaking investment into you that's how you need to look at it just keep pulling i want to keep pulling i want to keep pulling then I pull off the Ace of Cups. As you're assessing this groundbreaking, you're gonna notice that there's going to be that overflow. Every time you break ground, there's you gotta think about it like this. When you're breaking ground, you don't know what to expect. You can make a lot, but this is the key. As long as you have your plan in play, you got your plan in play, you have assessed your process, you got your discipline in the mortar order. You're actually in that space. Because I'm seeing that with the King of Swords, you're actually in that space. The overflow is going to be what's gonna what nurtures the old roots. So a lot of times when we get stuck in that suspense, that recognition, that's what served the old roots. You're not there no more. I want you to to understand that. You're not there no more. You're not there. That goes into the four cups. Meditating on this overflow. I'ma give you what my mentor taught me. When you're investing into self, 95% goes to the company. 5% goes to your expenses This is how you need to look at your energy At this point in time You need to be putting the 95% into your work 95% of that investment into your work Remember, you're the company You're the brand How do you represent your brand? How are you expanding your brand? All of that goes into that 95% That means that 5%, that's what you use for the expenses. That's what you're using for those old conversations. Stop putting all of your energy, just because you made it to this point, doesn't mean you... This is the thing. I always say this. A lot of times we get this energy, we're coming into this new season with ourselves, and we immediately say, well, I did this. No, you didn't. I'm going to let you... um, This is some... Real shit You didn't do it for the You didn't do it for to stay the same You didn't So that's what that 5% is for That 5% is to deal with the old orders Because yes, there is going to be residuals There's going to be residuals of conversations, thought processes, people's actions People's ideas about you Yeah, it's going to be present But what you're gonna be doing at this point in time is only investing 5% into that. Break that 5% down. 1% to family, 1% to their problems. 1% to the problem, 1% to the solution. I tell the people all the time, when you're dealing with people from your past, it's time to become the consultant remember you're the owner the representation of your company it's time to become a consultant therefore when you put the investment of that five percent of your energy into that space like hey you got a problem and you bring the solution now you're doing it from a space of discernment listen listen to what they're saying listen to how they're speaking Because there's a difference between someone telling you their problem for attention, and it's someone bringing their problem to you to assess from accountability with a solution. There's a difference between your homegirl bringing you her problems with her man, and she wants to be right, and she wants clarity. See, she wants closure. She wants to complete that circuit because that's what you've always been. For the fellas, that's what you've always been. To the shorty, to the the people. Now you're investing in your new company. So now you're just consulting there. You consulting their business. Five percent. That's it. Stop putting your energy into that. That's what that's representing. In. Then we go into that aspect of the Knight of Swords. I got blades. Uh, the Knight of Swords. You're yeah, moving forward. Do not allow the speed in which things are coming into your fruition To get you started You've earned this If you've been doing your work, you've earned this Any feeling or fear that's coming up that Assess that with that 5% So that 5% becomes 2.5 You see how that works? Because now... Old, if you know it's from the oldest Using an assessment Use that 5% So it's 2.5 to them 2.5 for you That 95% is only for you To be present in the now That's for that investment That's for Let's call it the taxes It means the taxing of your energy Because you know you're going to be using a lot of energy Let's use it the operation costs That's the operation expenses That's your Spiritual work, you're in spiritual healing work. We're gonna take it into, then we gonna take it into the next percentage of that ninety-five percent. From ninety-five percent, you only gonna take twenty percent. You only seventy percent up there. Remember, seventy percent is thirty percent of your thirty percent is in your intention. Forty percent is inside of what fuels your intention. So now you see how to operate. Now you see that when you have a something, a trigger come up, you can tax it. You got the tax account. Remember, this is the LLC mentality. You got that operations account in order to understand and bring those thoughts into fruition. You know how you're going to pay yourself. You feel me? You know how you're going to, you see how you got a structure. It's time for that structure. that stability. I desire you to be the best. This has been your weekly reading. If you are interested in getting deeper with a more personal, stay tuned to the Plug Talk and we'll get you plugged in. As always, I love you. We love us. Asher. Ladies and gentlemen, kings, queens, welcome to the God Hour Podcast. You know I'm your host. I don't want to be your favorite. I want to be, I don't I want to be your favorite. Cult therapist, shadow shaman, healer. However you want to come to the space, you're going to come to the space. One thing that I had to understand when it came to shifting from perceptions, I was thinking about it, I was on my walk. When you get this episode, it'll be pressing everything put together, but I usually start the episodes around 5 p.m. after doing all the work and all the groundwork, make sure everything's edited. But one of the things that we have to understand in shifting our perception and sitting comfortably inside of our perspective is the supply and demand or the breed and feed. The emotional supply to the active demands to sustain a wounded perception of existence. Now, as I've said this before, healing is destructive. Healing is very destructive. But if you look at your space based on the perception of relevance, like I had the thought while I was on the aspect of my walk. You really can't do much of anything as long as you're still holding on to the old perception. I don't care what you bring in. I don't care what information you try to bring in. I don't care what changes you try to make to your life on an external narrative. They will simply only feed the wounded perception. That means, give you an example, if you got a broken leg, and you got, like, you have a broken leg, and they give you a cast, and you still can wear pants over the cast, you still have a broken leg. You still have a broke. no matter how you look at it, you still got a broken, you, your, your leg's still broke. I don't care what you, like, you can go, go, your leg's still broken. This is the aspect of not allowing ourselves to actually go through the healing process. It's this emotional supply. And if you read about the narcissistic, the narcissistic complex, then you'll understand that there's a, every to every aspect, there's duality. Understand this. So just like you're talking about a narcissist, there is a supply to that narcissist. There's a narcissistic supply to their actions. So when you think about a narcissist and they mirror the best image qualities of you that you would like to accept, you gotta think about in your aspect of this emotional supply and demand or this breeding and feeding. And you can go back to the history, talk about slavery, all of those narratives. It doesn't matter. And I have to speak this out. It doesn't matter where it happened, how it happened, when it started, who did it? What matters is, are you going to take the accountability in the healing process? We gonna get deep into this because one key to that is going to be relinquishing that recognition. And that's what a lot of people, that's what a lot of us get stuck in. When it comes to your healing work, when it comes to doing this internal work, dealing with your emotions, the thing that we got used to based on exposure versus vulnerability, and we've broken this down before, when you're thinking about exposure, you're thinking about recognition for your emotions. So you're thinking about recognition for uh, whatever's happened. Remember, there's a difference, there's a difference in that conversation. We'll get deep into this when we get into the aspects of that alignment versus confinement. But a lot of times we're moving through these spaces with ourselves. And I had to understand that I was supplying, either I was supplying it in looking for the actions to match the emotions that I was exposing, or I was demanding it. That means I was sitting in spaces, demanding the emotions to my, to, demanding the recognitions to the emotions to match my actions think about think about you be you're literally stuck in the childlike mind i've talked about this before the childlike mind remember there's a difference between the childlike innocence the path to the heart and the childlike mind which is the imprints of the subconscious of the traumas your traumatic experiences, the things that you've been through that childlike mindset that's what has you stuck in your old perception that's what has you stuck in that this sense of you want to you immediately are triggered by things. You're triggered by everything. You have a wounded perception of everything that's ever happened to you. I talked about it in the video that's on, that's now on my YouTube, that's up on my YouTube channel now, the buying power. That old sublime, that old breed and feed. You keep breeding the actions that feed these emotions. You keep breeding the acts, you keep breeding the emotion, you keep feeding the emotions that breed the actions and you wonder why because it's still inside of your space a lot of times you're wondering why your life is fucked up a lot of people wonder why their life is the way it is because they don't know what it is without the the wounded the wound one of the biggest things when it comes to healing is understanding that when you're healing you're becoming you're becoming an entirely different entity of energy because you are unblocked, you are unrestricted. You're becoming something totally different. You're becoming something that that old perception doesn't fit anymore. The old reactions don't fit anymore. You're going past the point, you're going past that point of no return into yourself and being like, you know what? The way that I used to live my life was based on trauma. And being honest with yourself, the way that you used to live your life was based on categorizing my behaviors and my emotions one of the biggest things when it comes to the emotional demand and supply is that since you compartmentalize your life and making those blockages because of the trauma the traumatic experiences the things that you ain't the internal workings conflicts now you create inside of your space you are now categorized your space so everything inside of your space based on the emotions that you feel there's are certain actions that go with that emotion. And then certain actions only go with certain feelings. So the way that you express yourself is have. Period. From the traumatic, because remember, the trauma is in the driver's seat. The trauma's in the driver's seat. So all you're doing is navigate. You think that you it, But the trauma knows exactly where to go. You, all you can navigate is through that broken, wounded perception into your space of like, yeah, we can go here, here, and here. Because you just keep picking it up. You did you are the excited little kid that's happy to ride. In this in that analogy. You are just a happy child that's happy to ride. That's how a lot of that's how I remember going so long with myself, not really realizing that I was putting myself in the positions that were hurting me. I was putting myself in those positions because of a lack of accountability. So without accountability, I could not be transparent. Transparency, vulnerability opens up the door to transparency, which opens up the door to taking accountability. If I'm not taking accountability, then I can't be, I cannot have transparency. So now that's when you're thinking about your wounded perception, it takes the place of the transparency. This is that's why I'm breaking down the difference between exposure. You can expose or express your feelings or speak your mind, but if you're not taking accountability for what you're, if you're not taking the accountability to assess what you're speaking in the tone that you're using or when you're using it and being honest with yourself, then what, are you, what accent do you, what actions do you, what actions did you learn that from? There was so many times I was thinking about it because I've been doing readings, I've been doing readings and consultations, mad, mad heavy. Every, every time I drop a video now, it's like, oh my God, like people are asking questions. And I love that because that's what the purpose is, building that, I've been build, doing that groundwork to this point and I'm still building. But now I'm sitting in that space, people are like, think about it, how you got used to saying certain things. I remember being inside of conversations, I didn't realize how condescending I sounded. I didn't realize how condescending I sounded based on that, uh, that wounded perception. So when I'm talking to people, I don't realize that due to my return mater- due to the fraternity, the masculine wounds from the way that my, the way I was raised in that aspect, not even thinking about how I was raised, how my father talked to me, how we were, how we were raised in that space. I didn't realize that as long as that was present, that's how I spoke because trying to be a man in this aspect in this aspect trying to be a man i only can use the examples of what i've seen this is what you must understand about that emotional supply you only can use the energy that you ever you only can use the energy that is conducive to what is in your shadow that's how you that's how you stay separated from yourself that's how you stay in that wounded that's how this wounded perception stays in play a lot of you are going through this space right now i've had conversations in sessions where people are really looking at themselves for the first time ever and they're like yo i didn't know that i did this and i did this or why i did this until after we had this conversation or after we had this and that's what that that's what i do is that guidance but i had to learn that aspect this is the key a lot of reasons a lot of y'all won't go to therapy a lot of y'all won't seek counseling. A lot of y'all won't seek counseling or therapy is because you feel that what you did or what happened to you is only happened to you. That's what you feel. But it's not what happened to you that we're dealing with. We're dealing with the emotional underline of we're dealing with the emotional supply to that action. What emotions supplied that what emotions were supplied to that action? What emotions were supplied to that action that now created that perception? That's what we're dealing with. So you gotta take that out. I'm always saying this, there's no excuse. And then when people always be like, but I gotta but I got a family I gotta feed and this, this, and this, and then I always hit them with this. Through the emotional supply and demand of you saying this as your excuse, but I got to take care of the kids and I got to take care, I got people to take care of. Let's look at your children. When your child turns 18 years of age, I want you to think about this. When your child turns 18 years of age, let's say they don't even make it to 18, but they they when they make it 18 years of age, or if you transition right now, you transition, that means you going right now. You with the ancestors right now. What intellectual property have you left your child in any aspect, in any category that you got lined up that they can use in order to help themselves go forward with their, go forward with their self in their process? What What have you left? What emotional, remember, financial literacy, generational curses, generational worth, I mean, generational wealth books generational worth. They are the byproducts of emotional intelligence. They are the byproducts of emotional intelligence. So the way that you are speaking your mind to your child or the same way that you were taught to suppress your emotions as a child through the traumatic experiences and what you experience, if you don't deal with that, you pass that on, your children inherit that. I'm gonna give you an even deeper key. If your child is, if you had the traumatic experience and then you bore a child through that energy cycle is what that child is born through. So it's already laying dormant inside of them. It's already laying dormant. I want you to, it's already laying dormant. So if you had your child out of regret, guilt, insecurity, lack of worth, certain aspects within inside of yourself, that is laying to wait inside of your child. And it will be activated because the environment that you created is of that. So now that they're in that environment constantly based on your decisions and not facing it, that you leave that to them. I used to say this back in the day, back before when I first started doing lectures, I remember when uh, Bernie Mac came through he was like, fuck them kids. I remember asking Bernie Mac in my, one of my, that was one of my first channels, cause I used to love, the, I still love the Bernie Mac show. And I was like, I remember I asked him, I said, cause you, when you're talking to the, when you're channeling a spirit, you ask them, like you talk to your grand. the way that you know that it's actually them, is that you ask them something that nobody else would know. The same way that you ask questions about yourself. Cause you're talking to them like you, this is how you integrate with the energy. I asked them like, so what did you mean by fuck them kids? It was like if I'm not doing everything in my power to ensure that my the kid they 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 don't have to go through they they don't have to go through what I go through went, went through because I gave the lesson plan basically and I'm paraphrasing because this I uh, expounded upon it then I'm I'm saying fuck them kids naturally so I don't care what I don't care what you buy for the child I don't care about that shit because you got stuck in that category. Most of the things that you're doing from a traumatic space, you're not even the other person is simply a body. They're, a, they're, a, they're an emotional rift in time. Remember, I've said this before, where you are not willing, you'll create the you'll create the conduit or a vessel or the responsibility. That's what some of y'all, the same thing that your great-great-grandmother did and your grandmother did, sharecropping and all that shit. If you down from the south, and you got your family was down here is the same aspect that your mother did is the same aspect that you did so you just carried on you just kept supplying to the emotions and i'm gonna give you something even deeper in this aspect even deeper in that space most of y'all have most of y'all have had a ton of deaths inside of your family and i'm we, we gonna get deep in this on death clause on friday a lot of y'all had a lot of deaths in your family and during my meeting during my meeting with the council They gave me some real information on that. Debts have to be paid. Debts have to be paid. I'm letting y'all know that now. That's all I'm gonna say. And I'm gonna give y'all the the debt to it on Friday. Debts have to be paid. You wondering, debts have to be paid. Keep doing what you're doing. You're gonna be, keep doing what you're doing. The debt has to be paid. Somebody gotta pay that debt. Somebody gotta pay it. And that's what y'all keep doing with y'all lives then you see the reflection inside of your space of someone else paying your debt for you. Paying it forward, so you can keep doing what you're doing. That goes, is deep, when we're we're talking about generational curses, generational wealth, generational curses, uh, and we're talking about bloodline. We're talking about the aspects that are inside of your bloodline. We're talking about deals that were made under the full moons and shit. We're talking about that. We're talking about deals that have been made long before you that deals that were made that got you here That you're that you're not dealing with and that's under The first layers of the traumatic experience so I can understand why you scared I can understand why you got fear and you got reservations to it. But if you're looking at it from the physical I'm about to lose family. I'm about to use friends who the gives a fuck Who cares? When I really started getting serious with my internal work, really serious with my internal work, my entire, my internal arguments, my internal dialogues with myself, when I really got serious with it, and I really asked myself the question, if my family is based on support of the trauma, the traumatic experiences, the events that we've been through, they, they they support that being normal. And I deal with those things internally. They only become relative based on recognition. They only become relative to me based on recognition. That changed your whole perspective of it. Because you wondering why you can't, you wonder why you stuck in a certain space that you in. Where do you take your energy to? Where do you where you put your focus at is where your energy goes. You're supplying the act, you're supplying the emotion to the actions of others because they match the emotional debt that you in. The shit that you ain't dealing with. That's what it matches. Why do you think that the same people every year, the same energy in different bodies or the same body coming to your space every single year, it hits you over the head? You didn't have the same problem with men ever since your first relationship. And it's it's not all, sis, it's not all them. Bruh, you didn't have the same problem with every female that you ever met. Guess what, bruh, it ain't them. You can keep blaming them, but in blaming that disassociation with self, all you're naturally doing is denying a part, denying the counterpart of yourself. And we're not talking about the we're not talking about when we break down the law of gender. When we break down the law of gender, when we talk about the masculine and the feminine. The masculine is not exclusive to the male and the feminine is not exclusive to the female. The masculine and the feminine is present within each and every one of us. So every time that you say it's her fault, who are you really saying it to? you're denying you're saying it's your emotions fault every time that you say is that nigga fault you're saying it's what you believe or your percept either way y'all stuck in your perception and y'all just keep supplying it and then you consume it in everything that you do i've talked to, i talked about this uh a couple of weeks ago in a live and i was like people always like yo man like facebook is a trap and distance social media is digital real estate based on your emotional intelligence is what you invest into your real estate your your real estate portfolio that's your first that's your first lesson in a real estate portfolio based on what you invest into that real estate portfolio is what you're gonna get out of it so if you up there posting up a bunch of pics about a bunch of niggas fighting and a bunch of bitches fighting bitches with fake asses and shit guess what you're gonna get out of it you put in a bust, of posts about niggas not, guess what you gonna get out of your investment? You always, you don't wanna deal with the return on your investment. That's what this cycle is that you're stuck in with that wounded perception. You don't wanna deal with the return on that investment. If they come back with a counter offer, now you gotta look at your, you, 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 the thing that gets you scared is your, your buying power kinda low. You thought that was gonna work, cause it worked before. So now it becomes, why I've gotta go through all these speculations and all, this, all these, why you gotta have all these stipends, speculations on the top of the thing? Why can't we, that ain't how it work with this energy. At this higher level, it requires more. It requires more quality. Fuck quantity, less is more, it requires quality. So if you aren't assessing the internal dialogue of yourself, that's when you keep getting stuck in the existence, that fear of your existence. Man, but if I go here, And I stopped going over here to their house, then they gonna talk about me. I'm gonna give you a real little hint. They were already talking about you. What was there was always there. What was there was always there. That's the thing about perception. What was there was always there. You just couldn't see it. That's why there was always, you get mad because your friend, you get mad because you missing shit in your life because that was based on your old self. And the only thing that you can say is based on something physical. I don't have this and I don't have that. You just, you say you just keep feeding the, you keep feeding your actions. And now just because that action is not being, just because you're not actively in that state of that action, when you, the, when that overflow, that when it hits that point and it lights up, that's when you go do it. That became your usual, your pattern. You upset, you sitting here. i I break this down to my uh students all the time. You have to understand that when something goes away, let's say you stop doing something in an addictive behavior. We don't get into that, get into this deeper. When you're looking at your addictive natures, the things that your man, your man, your behaviors and your patterns. Uh, feeding your behaviors through your patterns and forming habits. When you stop doing something, let's say you stop drinking, stop smoking, stop having sex, whatever it is, stop working for a little bit. If you don't understand, like I give it a good example, when COVID hit, a lot of y'all weren't working and you were in the beginning, it was exposure. Oh, good. I can relax and I can chill and I can do this, this, and this, and I can relax with myself. Okay, cool. But then when you went back, since you weren't assessing yourself, it's okay. Since you weren't assessing the situation, dealing with that was perfect time to heal. Now your laziness, now the 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 hard working factor went away. The hard working. The hard work identity went away. That hard work identity went away. Didn't it? Say it didn't. Because if it was truly a part of you, when that shit happened, it would have been like, all right, cool. Well, I'm not doing this anymore. So I'm gonna do this. I'm just gonna shift this energy. You can't shift the energy because you gotta, you got a lock, you gotta compartmentalize. Because that energy is of worry. So now I've, I remember all last year I was talking about like, when you wake up, look at your environment. When you wake up, look at your environment. When you wake up, look at your space. Your space is the first representation of yourself. Your space is the first representation of yourself. Are you comfortable with your space being the way it is? Or are you uncomfortable with it? If you ain't uncomfortable with your space being a certain way, then that tells the tale of how your energy is anyway. You know, automatically, we get you throw you to the bubble. You got used to the bubble. You got used to the bubble. You got used to. So now you stuck inside of that conflict. That's how a lot of y'all keep feeding the same shit. Even when you, even when you progress in a, in this, Even when you have the illusion of progression. Even through the illusion of progression, there are lessons. Even through the illusion of progression, there are lessons to be learned. But you stuck on, oh my God, my life is so horrible. And Why? When you wake up, what's the first thing that you do when you wake up? That sets your tone. When you first wake up, what is your first thing that you set out to do? What is your, what is it? What is it? That's gonna set the tone for your day. That's gonna set, that's gonna see, that's gonna set what you feed. That's gonna set what you start breeding. That's gonna breed your. That's gonna breed the space. That's gonna breed the day. That's gonna set the tone of what you be. I want you to think about it like this: what you start doing right now, because you think it isn't affecting right now, that's gonna have an effect in your future. That's gonna have an effect in the uh, existence of your future. You doing shit based on recognition because it's safe. You doing shit based on recognition because it's safe. You keep trying to get recognized for all your, all of your accomplishments as what? A good person? I told y'all that last week. Mm -mm. I'd rather go through the process of becoming better, becoming the best than becoming better again. They get stuck in the stagnancy of trying to remain a good person. Because as long as I'm a good person, there must be a net. As long as I stay in the polarity of good or positive, that means I gotta, that means on the other end of that spectrum, there must be an extreme negative. That means I gotta keep shit in my shadow. I can't be present. We gonna get deep into this. After I flip this tape over. there so we coming right back. Hey. Basically, one of the hardest things that comes into that space is you got so used to the recognition based on your, remember everything down here, basically, caters to your trauma. Caters to your trauma. Everything down here caters to treating your trauma. As I get my space clean back up. Everything down here caters to your trauma. I know it's a very bleak thing to say, but everything down here caters to treating your trauma. How you treat your trauma. Based on a state of avoidance, based on a state of abandonment, not really dealing with it. Let me give you the recognition. It's okay to be hurt. Everybody hurts and you agree to it, but you don't. you're not doing any internal work. We have to relinquish recognition. We have to break away from the fear of existing to become that true aspect of self. This becoming true self breaks the seeking of recognition to become the authentic values. You want to instill values, but when it comes to the values that you're instilling, if I instill these values with a condition the values have no worth. If I give anything and it has conditions to it, then it has no value or worth. Think about that. You're giving based on the you're giving based on action. So you only show certain feelings based on certain actions. That shit ain't got no word. that's why, why do you think that you always, why do you think you get angry after it happens? Why do you think the anger gets triggered? Why do you think the insecurity, the jealousy gets triggered? Why do you always find yourself like, I gave my all, I said everything, you did everything for him, I did everything for them. And they always wanna do me dirty. And then now you got someone in the background giving you recognition, yeah, family will do you dirty. Family be the one to treat you the worst. Yeah, them niggas ain't shit. Yeah, these bitches ain't shit. Yeah, these motherfuckers out here in these streets. Yeah, man, you gotta you gotta watch yourself out here. They snakes. What does that say about you? You of the same environment. That's what we talk about that comparison, but I ain't doing to the like them. I ain't never did I ain't never done my family dirty. I ain't never done no shit like that. Yeah, you have. And if you haven't, why the fuck can you speak on something that you haven't done? How can you speak on something that you have? It it isn't even about speaking on what you haven't done or what you have not experienced. It's basically on the aspects of true aspect is how can you support what you do not, what you have not learned from. I can't support people that, I mean, if I haven't learned the lesson, I'm not, you're not, you're doing shit for recognition. It's, it's surface level at best it's you're right they were wrong or you were wrong they were right or what it's it's always a backwards it's one half of the other side it ain't never it's never can be a whole piece of anything because you're not at home everything you put out is broken or everything you put out is fractured based on your fractures it carries the same fractures you carry i talked i've said this i said this a like in like last season I believe in earlier in last season if you look at your if you go back to your great great grandmother, go back to your great 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 grandmother go back to you as your great 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 grandmother every egg that you will ever produce. was in your great 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 grandmother Think about that So when we talk about this generational trauma this generational line that shit go way back there So when we talk about past life regression we talk about that inner when we talk about this inner genera- intergenerational drama trauma when we talk about that shit, when we talk about that, we gotta get real, real deep. See y'all, I, I still see it because there's no integration because y'all sitting there with y'all selves in that space, y'all trying to solve some some shit in the current state, not realizing where it came from. What you are not recognizing, remember the. the what you are not recognizing is only a repeat of what wasn't recognized before. That's how you stay with the wounded perception. That's how you sitting there mad, sad, upset, wanting to fight. That's why you upset, mad, fight, always wanna fight, always upset, always angry. Why are you always angry? Because you stuck in that pattern. You stuck seeking recognition for the shit that you've been through. I keep telling y'all there is no fucking credit for time served. There's nothing for time served. You don't get shit for time served. One of the biggest things that my one of my, my mentor taught me, one of my mentors taught me was I remember the first time I went to a meeting. I went to a big boy meeting. And I remember going into the big boy meeting and I was almost late. I was almost late. There was uh, some, there was family drama going on and shit. There was some family drama going on. So I was almost late to my meeting, to this meeting. And I remember I showed up, I said I was late. I was almost late. Then I remember like, I remember sitting there and I was explain. I was trying to explain it. My, I'm later on I was trying to explain to my mentor. He was like, there, I'm glad you, I'm glad you made it on time because you tried to explain that 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 shit went to work." I'm sitting in that space, mad as fuck. I'm sitting in that space, mad as fuck, because I'm still upset. I'm like, how the fuck? Yo, like everybody got family issues, and th- I'm I'm thinking from this perception, everybody got family issues, and everybody got things going on, and if everything happens in certain space, everything happens, and er- I sh- I should get a pass. I was I was thinking about entitlement, but then he broke it down like this. He was like, when you went and dealt with that problem, when you went and dealt with that problem. How did you, what happened? Be honest, what happened? I was like, uh, my sister and her baby father got into it. Friend and her baby father got into it type shit. He looked at me, he was like, how many times does that happen?" I was like, just about every other week. And he was like, what happens when you go there? I talk him down, I talk to him and, now, if what you really were doing was working, do you think you would have to keep going? And I was like, no. He was like, you gotta understand the difference between recognizing and creating the solution and the recognition and feeding the problem. He told me that shit and I sat there for like 15. I sat there, on, I sat there on the drive. I was riding on the drive back. I had no music on in the car. I'm riding, no music, windows up, air conditioning on, no music sitting with that thought. And it made me think about that a lot because that was, that that jewel, that seed, when it planted, that shit made me think about life in a general sense of everything that I was doing up until that point. That made me think about every situation that I got up to till that point. That made me really sit there and think with it. How many times have you sat here inside of this space and you are seeking recognition to feed the problem rather than recognizing and stating the solution? See, when you recognizing an issue, you state the solution, you ain't got to do no more. It plays out as it plays out. So many times since we're stuck in breaking away from this existence with ourselves, we're stuck in this catalyst or this movement of recognizing other people's problems, beating other people's problems. You feel me? This is when we talk about other motherfuckers' debts. we talk about other motherfuckers' karmic debt, everybody down here got an assignment and a everybody got down here got an assignment and a purpose everybody got a contract i really had to understand that shit when you when we're talking about healing when we're talking about stopping generational curses it's more than just "Ooh, i'm gonna learn how to save money it's the emotional literacy so i have made actions that have stopped curses literally stopped curses I remember feeling the surge of the, I remember feeling the energy from stopping curses. I remember, ooh, shit, that shit feels, I like the way that feels, where that feeling come from, because I stopped the generational curse. And I know that I stopped the generational curse because right behind it was the actual blessing. And everybody that was involved inside of that space got that blessing if they were open to the opportunity of understanding. Everybody else fell off, got upset, mad. See, when you're relinquishing recognition, this is the key to your healing. You're going into this eternal work, coming into your coming into your path. Relinquishing recognition. There's going to be days, there's going to be nights, there's going to be hours, minutes, seconds, and all of those breakdowns where you're gonna, you're gonna go a whole day with doing something inside of your house, inside of your space. And it does you no good to tell anybody because they're not going to understand it. Here's the key. They weren't going to understand it anyway. I don't know how many times people came to you like, oh, so since you're doing this, this, and this, fix me from this, fix me. Like, no, that's not how it works. That's not how any of that shit works. Everything we prescribe, everything we prescribe as healers involves work. Everything we prescribe as healers, the, it, it it everything we prescribe as healers is not a treatment. That means it ain't you pop it, you light it, you burn it, and then something happens. This ain't a treatment. This requires real work. See, when I heard that shit from my mentor and that changed my whole perspective of how I was dealing with people, because up, to, up until that point, I was really dealing with people in that same way. There was many other times where I was, I wouldn't even be late for work, but I might as well been late for work because when I showed up to work, I was in a certain, I was in a certain mindset. There was times where I like, I might as well not even showing up to the event because when I showed up to the mind, I was in a certain mindset, I wasn't clear. And I wasn't, my conscience wasn't clear. So if my conscience isn't clear going into a space, guess what I'm going to attach myself to? Something that helped me separate away from dealing with it, only to go back and deal with it, only to verbally express things through the magnification of my trauma, through the shit I ain't dealt with. That's all you ever, every time you ever argue, that's all you arguing through. Because let me tell you this, I don't argue. I stood firm in not arguing. I always wondered why I didn't argue. But as I started doing this internal, doing my internal work, it made sense like, I'm not arguing with you. I'm not debating or arguing with you. There's no value in the argument. There's no value inside of that argument. See, you arguing that you're arguing for recognition. The only time that you argue is for recognition, period. The only time you make an argument is for recognition. You can say you're making an argument for a lack of support. It's false. You can say you're making an argument for you're you're arguing because of a lack of support. That's false. That's false. Because if you're doing the work, if you're really doing, the, if you're doing the internal work, and you're doing it based on the process. And you taking in those lessons, you're successful every step of the way. Somebody, one of my uh, people that I follow on TikTok, people are gonna call you all types of shit when we talk about the LLC mentality is synonymous with your healing. People are gonna call you all types of shit because they're not able to see what you're doing. You got used to that recognition switch getting hit, that infatuates to the recognition. But when you're doing this internal work, that shit go away. You ain't looking for that because now you're turning on your internal guidance. You're turning on your eternal energy. You're doing the internal work. When I wake up in the morning, and I always talk about this because it's like one of the biggest things for me because it's, it's an account. It's a beautiful thing for me that I've done and I'm in gratitude for it. When I wake up at 4.30 AM and start my day, And when I'm starting my day, it's not from the, it's not from the aspect of, I got to start my day for something else. You dig? It's not, I'm not searching, I'm not starting my day to seek something. I'm starting my day to embrace my, to embrace my gratitude to the devil. It's a big, it's a difference. That's that aspect of that alignment versus that confinement. As long as you seek something outside of yourself, you always confined to some shit. Think about that shit. As long as you're seeking, as long as you're seeking a relationship outside of yourself, whether it be friendship, jobship, whatever it is, you're always going to be in a state of constriction. And being in that state of constriction, you're going to stay in a state of reaction. And being in that state of react, being in that state of constriction you'll be in a state of reaction so every time you inside of that space you're looking for an out ie vice or addiction so you can feel like you in control but as I've said this shit before about control control is not found power is not found in control It's found in authority power is not found in control It's found in authority you gotta demand the authority from yourself before you demand you got it once you start demanding the authority of authenticity from yourself you don't worry about demanding it from anybody else see i understand that shit from my mentor told me that once you set a solution down on the table every time you come to that table basically all you're doing is putting out a new variation of that solution and this is the aspect when you think about a real Being in that real sense, I remember sitting there and stating that claim. And I had to apply that because the traumatic experience for me was how my pops was always so, even though my pops was so dead set, whether he was right or wrong, I had to learn the power of apology. See, my pops didn't, hasn't apologized to, my pops didn't apologize to himself. My pops didn't learn forgiveness. My pops didn't learn those aspects. My mother didn't learn those aspects. So, what she passed on to me was the lesson, was the lesson plan of what it looks like not to apologize. What it looks like not to apologize, what it looks like to be passive aggressive, what it looks like to be in that negative space with yourself. That's what they passed on. But my ancestors and the spirits, they passed on the energy that was behind that, of that strength of that pride. See, when you're trying to accept. My answer, blessings of your ancestors, you must also accept those negatives because those negatives are the lessons. Those lessons, those negatives are the emotional imprints that you must learn and understand before you do, or you ain't going nowhere. This is why when you get infatuated based on, ooh, I'm infatuated because I healed a little bit. Ooh, a new person came into my life that loves me for me. You still got some work to do when you have that feeling. You still got some work to do when you got that feeling. Let me let you know that now. You still got that work to do. I'm not saying. Because matter of fact, let me pull up my paperwork on um that ego-based. That ego-based energy and that love the versus love-based And Let me pull that up, bro. Let me let me go to my notes real quick. Let's go to the notes. Let's go to the notes. Where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? Scroll, 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 scroll. I got it in here. I got it in here. where that? I might not have it in this scroll in this in this desk oh i don't have it in this one but yeah a lot of you are stuck on the trauma-based love a lot of that trauma-based that ego-based love that trauma-based love that trauma-based aspect with yourself that's based on recognition you're seeking recognition if i'm gonna give you the keys of recognition when you go into a space and you say i made dinner and somebody And I like, I'll use the example, if I cook or if I do anything, the thank you, I'll always say much gratitude too. But I will express that you don't have to thank me for cooking. I was going to cook anyway. You don't have to thank me for cleaning. That's a normal part of my day, my aspect. Like, I appreciate it with much gratitude that you noticed it, but that's not something that I'm hanging on. That's not why I do it. And I know I used to do this in earlier relationships, like especially in early relationships, because there will be like, and I will always get there. When you express with gratitude, they always give you the answer. Well, I'm not used to niggas cooking. I'm not used to niggas cleaning. I'm not used to niggas doing what you do. I was like, well, there's a difference between a nigga. And at this time, before I like, was fully aware of myself, but like this difference between a, a nigga and a king. Now inside of the spray, I say that difference between a nigga and a, a a king and a god type shit. Like as you're evolving, you're removing yourself from the recognitions. Those recognitions are what get you stuck. The recognitions what get the recognitions are what keep you breeding and feeding the emotional supply and the actions, the demand to the the action or the active demands. See, as long as you stuck in that space, you're transmitting into that space through the disassociation with self, you got to think about how many times, how easy it is, how easy it is for you to go into a space and you disassociate with yourself. And the person that you associate with ain't even you. The person that you associate with is the aggression based on fear. The coward is based on fear. The loud, everything that you do on the side of that space is based on fear. So you just keep breeding this identity and keep getting variations of that identity. But then when it comes time to make that investment into you, you're like, nah, I don't like investing into myself. That was big for me. I remember sitting back and realizing, I was like, it's not healthy, not to want. It's not healthy not to invest into myself. It's not healthy. I had to realize that it's not healthy not to invest into myself. It's not healthy. It's not healthy at all. It's not healthy. That shit is not. That shit is not healthy. It's not healthy to make it's not healthy not to make an investment into myself. Because since I'm thinking that it's not healthy to make an investment into myself, when I do invest into myself, it's usually to a pattern or a behavior. This is how we start talk, talking about these compartmentalizing your behavior. When you do invest into yourself, you oversaturate yourself and bring yourself down. I want you to think about that when the aspect of being stuck in the physical and the mental. When you're stuck in this physical and I, feel yeah, the mental and the material, when you stuck in the physical material world, every time that you invest into yourself, you will oversaturate yourself due to not knowing your internal value. So you'll do something and you'll get recognition for doing it. And then since it's the trauma bond or the pattern, you just keep doing that. This is why when you look on Facebook and Instagram and, you know, on social media, and you can say you got a new business and you get three likes and a smile, you might get three likes and a... And a couple of hearts and a hug, a heart. Versus you put up a fight video, everybody laughing and joking and got comment threads. This is the key. That's your assessment of your energy. That's the, that, that is open assessment to your energy. Remember, everything down here is everything down here is fuel. Whenever I make a post now, I'm not, and this is the key. I'm not looking for it. But whenever I make a post, I always see that it's I always see that it's shared. I always see that it's it, it, it's hearted. People put their comments under it. The comments are always a question and I answer it based on that because that's where I'm at. That means it's representing me. Remember, whatever you putting up, that's, whatever you put out, that's what represents you. Everything you put out, everything that you attach to represents you. Whether you want to believe it, it represents you. You feel me? So you ain't gotta worry about no one talking about you. Everything inside of your space already represents you. You ain't gotta worry about I don't have to worry about nobody talking about me or saying anything about me. Because here's the trippy part. The people that talk about me call me by my old name. They call they call me they call me by the dead name. They call me by the dead name. And I've already dealt with that. They call me, they are some, they are calling me by the old aspect of myself that I've killed off. And remember, everything, everything must die in order for it to be unlocked so you can use the energy. So they can use Carlos. They can use Charles. They can use all of my old monikers. They can use, they can express their feelings about all of my old, uh, the old aspects of me. They can use all of that shit. But guess what? since I've owned that energy and I've consecrated that, since I've consecrated that energy, that spirit, when they use it, it automatically come back to me full force. It come to me untapped. It comes back to me tenfold. And I love it. I love the shit. And I don't have to seek no goddamn recognition. Because that's the power of that alignment. See, when you're in that alignment, don't matter. When you're in alignment, that means you're on your square and on your plan. That means everything that come in your space work for you. That's the power of transmutation. You gotta remove that need for recognition to understand that power of that transmutation. And after this break, we gonna get we 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 we, we gonna talk about this. Welcome to the God Hour. Let the horns play. Y'all in the choir in the background. We live in the joint right now. What I just finished talking about alignment versus confinement. There's a thin line between potential and predestination. It's called fear of becoming. It's called the fear of becoming. It creates that point. So as we're coming into this alignment with ourselves, we're shedding the recognition we're acknowledging what we were supplying with our energy. We're uh, dealing with the actions due to this emotional energy. We're letting go of the recognition or so so we can start doing an internal guide to the work. We gotta understand there's a difference between alignment versus confinement. Remember, I did, did that breakdown about confinement. Confinement is complacency inside of my comfort zone, so I'm able to react. The false illusion inside of that space that there's even lessons inside of that space. But if I'm only thinking about it as my predestination, that means that we look at, you look at like, look at your old path versus your new path where you at right now. Now what you think about this aspect, as you're making these moves and you're shifting forward, you're moving forward, you're becoming something, you're becoming greater with yourself, becoming greater with yourself, teaching with yourself, moving with yourself. You're coming into alignment. The alignment has to, in order for you to come into alignment with that potential energy, the energy of that, you have to embrace the chaos. Chaos is potential. Chaos is the potential. Chaos is the order, is the potential. So when everything gets chaotic inside of your life, you have to be able to sit inside of that space and that's the assessment of your perspective you're challenging your perspective. Your old perspective is based on the things that you haven't dealt with emotionally, based on the actions that you haven't dealt with. The action that matches, the action of your emotional guilt, the emotional, let's say an emotional point such as guilt. Every action that you did based on guilt that you have now, you got recognition for, now you're going internally to shed that recognition by accepting it apologize to yourself for not knowing so you can come into the potential that is your healing see all that shit connects you gotta that's why i always this is why this is the important part of saying it's not the path it's not the progress it's not the result it's the path i tell people when i tell people like i don't worry i don't stress i don't i don't worry i don't stress i don't doubt myself It's not from a space of me saying that I don't, it doesn't happen. The moments of stress and doubt and worry don't pop up. When I say I do not, when I'm saying I don't stress worry or doubt or these aspects, it's because I transmute it. That's me being in alignment because I know that it is when the negative pops up that I'm on the right path. See, when you keep looking for that positive sense that's happening inside the positive aspect, you get lost on the track. You're not learning. You're not learning when you always focused on the positive. You're not learning when you always focused on the negative. That's what I mean by that middle point, that thin line. That middle point, becoming present. I am present that there is negative and positive to every action and I accept those consequences. I have no regrets or no guilt. That hold me back from my past. I've dealt with them. I've faced them. I've went through those 13 gates of my hells. I've dealt with those things. I've taken those walks in that darkness. I've made I've made I've made these my friends. i made those my friends. i made those aspects a part of me. It made those aspects a part of me when we talk about your deep when people talk about their demons or your damians or when you look at the etymology of that word damians means intelligence it means magic or the energy or the energetic aspects of your emotion so when you kept talking about you battling your demons you're battling your emotions you're bad it's a battle of your emotional intelligence you are stuck in the constriction of the fear of what would happen if i'm not recognized based on this you got to think about it i have clients that are in their 40s and their 50s i'm in my 30s they're in their 40s in their 50s and they're coming to me for counsel i remember four and a half months ago when i was sitting outside going on a walk and i was like "Shit, i'm an elder now I remember it was light. It, the light. It, it was lightning struck outside. It was a very magical event. Nick, fuck, I'm an elder now, because I was realizing where I was at. I was becoming more present. When I'm telling you about this alignment, you become more present with your energy and your power and your in that space. When you start like, nigga, I'm present. I'm in my space. I'm in my lane. I don't have to worry about competition. Another one of my great mentors. He took. He like. He taught me. He taught me not. You're not competing with anybody. You're learning to contrast. If everybody in your family don't want to talk about the problem, you got your answer right there. I tell, I say this shit all the time. If you go to your mother, your father, your parent, sister, whoever, and they don't want to talk about the problem. The emotion that you feel at the time you ask that question, not the anger, not the sadness what's under it, that guilt you felt for bringing it up, that instant, that 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 what you felt, that's what that is. It's time to deal with your guilt. Now you just intercepted the point of way, where, you, where your guilt is rooted at. And when you start working on that, you can go further and further back. So you gotta get deep. I keep saying this all the time, this healing is destructive. This healing shit is, this healing is destructive. You are deserving, but you are not entitled. The level of honesty that it's going to take for you to shift into the best quality version of yourself, that authentic authority in your life is going to challenge everything you thought you were entitled to. Why would I want some of something when I can have, when I'm the, when I, when, when it's all me, why do I need to worry about compartmentalize my life based on predestination? I'm not, I'm not in that predestination complex anymore. Like I remember when that shit, I remember when that shit first shattered. And I remember my first example of doing it. Cause you gonna have, you gonna have the example. And the first example of it was 2020. And I remember like, it was the last days of my job. They shut down cause of the COVID shit. And I've talked about this story before. I want to go in depth cause it, it lines up with this. And I remember my manager hit me back up. I need to know your schedule. Since I was already in the process of my plan, sitting in my plan, by the time she called me or hit me with the text, I was like, I'm sorry at this time, I'm not coming back. Cause I really looked at my schedule and I tried to make it fit. I was like, I can work this day, but I'm looking at my schedule of content creation, content creation, time for everything that I was doing. I was like, I don't have time for it anymore. I really don't like that. It wasn't about not having time for it. Because of course I could have made time for it. But it was based on the energy of me being in alignment. Because already when I was at my job, at the end at the end of the stint of the job, this is how you start understanding when you're in certain spaces. At the end of the stint of my job, I was getting more emails and text messages about consulting and people wanting information from me. And I was missing these calls. And these were opportune calls. These are like, these are like earlier on opportune calls, but I didn't get upset that I missed the call because I was like, everything has a purpose. This is further letting me know that I'm on the right path. See, even the negative pop up. Cause I could have got upset that I got 16 emails and 12 text messages and people all in my messengers asking me for services and what's my price. And I ain't got time to give them the price. I could have got mad at that, but that let me know that I was in the right lane. See, is that a lot of times, like there's some shit going on in your life right now. It's real, real shaky. That's when you know you're on the right path. It isn't when every, it's not, cause this is the thing, you're already in balance. You're already in balance. What you're doing in reality, as you're doing your internal, your shadow work, your soul work, doing this healing, assessing yourself, owning that LLC mentality of your life, what you're doing is assessing what you have allowed onto your scales. What do you keep weighing? What on your heart do you keep weighing against that feather? See, you always in balance. You're always been consistent. When I talk about the degrees of consistency in class, one of the biggest aspects is understanding the lower degrees of consistency is distraction for comfort. That's where you get stuck in transmitting. That's when you get stuck in the perception. That's when you get stuck in feeding. That's when you get stuck in feeding based on the recognition. One day I'm going to get recognized for being this good person. One day I'm going to get recognized for being this, this, and that. One day I'm going to be recognized for that shit. No. Stop seeking the recognition. If I only do it based on recognition, that means it's not really me. It's not really me. If I got to I talked about this. That's what I mean. Follow me on TikTok, Papa Lucy Somdi. I did a video Monday talking about the aspects of disassociation with self. It pairs very well with it. It pairs very well with this. It's a, it's a nice, it's a nice, it's a nice 69. Pop the cork and allow it to breathe a little bit. Allow it to breathe before you take it in. Allow it to breathe because it's very potent information. But one of the things when it comes to the disassociation with yourself is it is that pattern. It's staying within that pattern because you've gotten things inside of that pattern. You've gotten some good things outside of that inside of that pattern. But the fear of stepping out of that pattern is the fear of facing the lesson. See, when I stopped face when I started facing my patterns, my habits, my behaviors head on, it changed my entire narrative because now I had that lesson once i had that gym of the lesson that was inside of that space when i moved forward it became more efficient so now everything in my environment changed so where i was spending three hours with certain people to get 15 minutes worth of game, now i'm only spending 15 minutes in that space at first if after the 15 minutes i know exactly when to show up to get the game and get out so now when i'm applying this game or applying this information and doing the research of myself and now I'm going there less. So the recognition that I was getting from that space of being angry, the only reason I could go into that space and feed is because I was already guilty and secure, uh, subconscious, uh, uh, self-conscious about myself. I wasn't aware about myself. I didn't understand my value. That's the only reason I went into that space. But as I changed and shifted and started doing this internal work, I could stop going over there less. I leave the house three, two to three times a day. I work from the house. Everything I need is here. I'm at peace. So I radiate peace. See, as you start changing this quality of your life coming into the alignment of yourself, you start realizing that all everything based on predestination, I give you the, I'll use the example before I'm gonna use it again. Think about it when you leave your house. Think about it when you leave your house. I want you to think about when you leave your house based on you leaving your house is set on how you set up the beginning of your day see when i leave my house at 555 damn near every broad and start my run i'm clear as fuck. today i actually recorded a voice r- note that i'm actually gonna turn into something i make a video every single rise nice little 15 minutes Break that when I get back to the house I'm giving myself things to do that are based on the quality of my own energy I run after I record the video I don't watch it while I'm running but after I record the video I use that as my I use that as my motive I use it as a mantra of motivation for the first 15 minutes of my run and I run for 15 minutes straight as long as the video is playing. that is using your This is embracing and owning your own power. I'm running to my, I'm running to my, and I'm, I'm like, damn, I said that. And sometimes I'm like, yeah, I said that. I said this, I said that, I said that because I'm not even realizing what I'm saying inside of that space, because that's pure energy. When you come into this authentic authority yourself, you are becoming that pure energy. You're becoming that pure power. You're becoming that pure sense of that authority sitting comfortably inside of your perspective. You're not looking at it as the old, I'm not I'm looking at things based on the old aspects of self. Not saying that I don't assess those things, but I don't, I'm not dwelling in that stuff. So as I'm moving forward, I'm changing, so now opportunities are becoming more and more abundant. Now I got more and more opportunities popping. Because opportunities are the resource. And everything that you create when every time every time that, every day that you wake up you have a choice every one of those choices have conditions and those conditions have options each one of those options are each one of those options can be remain an obstacle therefore it's a debt therefore it's to fill an emotional void or it can become an opportunity as a resource to learn how to assess my emotions, assess my emotions to assess my standards, to assess my structure, to assess my stability, to assess my growth. See, you're change, you're changing lanes. That old lane got potholes in it. And you mad? Cause your rims keep getting fucked up. Meanwhile, I didn't step into Tesla. I just stepped into Tesla. Tesla got automatic drive in it. It's a rated path for me. All I gotta do is set my coordinates. This is where I'm going. That's trust in the past. Taking full accountability for yourself. See, you got to go past that point of recognition to get to that accountability. I told y'all vulnerability. Equals accountability. Vulnerability plus accountability is transparency. You are afraid to not exist. See, the less transparent you are, the more that you are seen. Therefore, the more that you are seen, the more that you depend on the perception since you were to depend on the perception you just you depend upon exposing your feelings based on certain actions or you ex- depend on your actions to expose certain feelings i got a story about that i remember one time i remember doing it all the time you ever had a conversation and you say certain things to see how people gonna react you ever did that? Like I remember doing that shit. I remember doing that because I thought it was normal. I wanted to see what she was gonna say. I wanted to see what she was gonna do. Now I can care less. And now I remember the first the first year when I started trans, when I started that trans that process of transmutation, that 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 degree of transmutation. People looking at me like, so you don't care that I did this, or you don't care that I did this? No, I really don't. Because one of two things gonna happen. Either you're not gonna either you're gonna show up and I'm gonna see it on your face. Or you're not gonna show up and I'm gonna see it in your energy signature. So it don't matter. So so you really don't care? Yeah, I don't care. You don't care about shit. I, you're right, I don't care about shit. I've dealt with my sympathies. I'm an empath. I've dealt with my sympathies. I've dealt with my eternal debts. I've dealt with my demons and my demons I've dealt with them. So when I I have compassion, I have empathy, so I support. Therefore it's solution. See through the sympathetic through the sympathetic aspect, I have to see myself into the space and feed the problem. I'm enabling. I'm not an enabler. You got one or two choices in this shit. Either you go step the fuck up or you go step the fuck out. That sounds so cold. So motivated it so, to be. May it be blessed be to the day may it be everything you require to create everything that you desire. Today is the only day that matters. Because everything outside of you is a, is a mirror of experiences that you have not yet learned or a mirror that you must observe your growth. Where are you at? So everything, yeah, everything is like that. So now I learned how to apply. I apply based on the alignment of where I'm at in the present moment. I'm not applying to where I was at three years ago. I'm not applying to where I was at five, six, seven, eight, ten years ago. I'm not applying to what I learned in what I learned in college. I'm not applying to that anymore. Why do I have to apply when the lesson is now present in front of me? Why do I have to apply when I've already applied it now, it's already been applied. That has already been applied. All is left is the lesson to pick up. I tell people all the time, like, yo, I took psychology in 2000, in, between 2003 and 2004, psychology and business. I didn't use them shits for 15 years. It wasn't until I got into occult science, the hidden culture, the occult science, the other half duality to understand that, damn, that's the dark, that's the aspects of psychology. Putting them together, oh my God, I am the occult, I am the occult psychologist. And then when I look at all of my information, my lineage, my family's lineage, when I look at my human design chart, being of a manifestor generator, I just got the information about my galactic signature, It lines up with my cult, the aspect. So I'm living in my alignment. So what do I need to worry about? You only worry when you don't want to study yourself. When you ain't ready to face yourself. It's okay. When you come back, this information will be here, but I won't. Oh my God, I can't believe you said that. You know what my name is. Of course I'm gonna say it. You ain't gotta tap in now, but when you come back, this information will be here for you. This information will be here for you. It's all this is on you. I can't force you to learn. I can't for, I can't force you to do anything. Y'all ever see y'all remember the movie Constantine where they're talking about the angels and the uh the the that live around here, the angels and the demons? All we do is whisper, that's all I do. if that's because I've learned and I've healed that my whisper is a lot louder. I desire you to be the fucking best. We almost got off to. So we were right on topic. I desire you to be the best. Your limitations are inside of your mindset. Your limitations are your mindset. Period. Your limitations are your mindset. Your limitations are your mindset. Are you willing to deal with that false mind narrative that you've given yourself because of the traumatic experience? Or do you want to continue with that old perception and feeding until you burn the fuck out? My name literally means light bearer. And from the darkness, I always shall bear the light. I desire you to be the fucking best. Remember these three things. I'm gonna say it again, but I wanna say it now. Healing is destructive. The level of honesty is going to challenge what you thought you were entitled to, to bring you into the catalyst of the alignment of what you deserve. Y'all tune into that. Y'all catch this alignment talk, this plug talk, alignment talk. And then, I mean, this alchemist talk. Y'all change the name to it. And then we're gonna get into that closeout. Hey, hey. Before we get out of here, you know I gotta leave you plugged in. Not just for readings, but for any of my services, including the natal chart analysis, human design, spiritual baths, a lot of things that I do not post, but you can start that dialogue with me in my Facebook, Darth, D-A-A-R-T-H, Zombie, S-A-M-D-I-R-A Or you can hit me in Instagram Papa underscore Lucy 666 Or you can get the email Papa lucy 666 at gmail.com For all inquiries about any services Last week We got to see Sex. This week, we're going to get into the death clause, the death clause, that stepping into another, stepping into your shadow, stepping into that void and doing the work in there. So, gotta go Alchemist, my YouTube channel, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Go ahead and subscribe. Also, join me on TikTok at Papa Lucy Sandy for daily breakdowns. For this, this month, we're doing the Sitting in the Shadow series. So you tune into that. Join me on TikTok. I desire you to be the best. If you have a product, you have a service, you want to do a build on a podcast, hit me up at the email. Once again, Lucy 666 at gmail.com. And let's talk about... You get it plugged into the Blood Talk for free. Or we can talk about monthly sponsorship. Or if you want to build on a podcast, go into that as well. You don't have to have a service to show support to the podcast. You also, at the end of the podcast, when you look up in the description, it gives you a link to monthly sponsorship. I think it goes up to... 9.99, but you can add in as you want. I appreciate the support. I'm in much gratitude for the support. As I learn, I teach. As I teach, I learn. As I grow, I get deeper and deeper. I desire you to be the fucking best. Y'all stay tuned for this last ad. That can't be you in the ad role. And then we don't get to that close-up. Thanks for choosing the guy out. Hello, hello, hello. I just love the uh, sound of the the horns in that joint, the choir the, the, the in the background. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Mm-hmm. Remember, this is not the end, this is the beginning. From this point, you gotta ask yourself a question. Now that you have these keys, that I'm so humbly and graciously offered to you, what are you gonna do with them? You getting what you, you are getting exactly what you need. You've been calling for, or desiring, change. What do you think change is gonna come at? All that physical shit don't matter, I keep telling y'all that. It's time for you to step into your greatness. Uh-uh, no. no. So what you gonna do? We're pressing all these damn buttons. hit the wrong button and moving around too fast. You know, you move around too fast, you hit the wrong button. <laughs> but <clears throat> I want you to understand this. In order to you for you to tap into this energy, you got to you got to when people talk about calling their power back to them, you got to check your emotional supply, your emotional intelligence, where you put your emotions, how well, how you cultivate your emotion and then the actions that give the feeling to that emotion. You're gonna have to let go of the recognition aspect to yourself of everybody being in your, being in your inbox, being in your, you're not going, you're not doing this based on the old aspects of self. You're becoming something more. You gotta understand that these points in your life where you felt like you were being held back for something that you thought that you, that I really need that in my life or I need that to happen. There's a reason that it didn't happen. You got to be ready. You got to be, are you ready to accept that? Because you got to think about it like this. If I'm living inside of my trauma, that means I'm living inside of my comfort zone. That means I'm living inside of a space that will always be of con- uh, confinement. I desire you to be the best. Remember three things, always. Healing is destructive. Healing is destructive. Why I got so many things on here? Oh, should I hit the wrong button. Healing is destructive. You are deserving, but you are not, you are deserving, but you are not entitled. And to get everything that you desire, it's going to require this real work. it been an episode of the God Hour Our Podcast. Y'all are going to see me throughout the week, but you're going to hear about this next week. Remember, today is the only day that matters. You are the only one that matters. Everything outside of you is a mirror for the experience to face the experience or face that lesson. You've got a choice. I love you. You love us. Ashe.